0: for everyone, but I think we can agree that healing is the first step to being content again after experiencing any form of pain. Continue listening to hear about the different ways we have healed to learn and grow. Who knows? We all may have gone or are going through the same process, or maybe what worked for one person could teach you something new about yourself, themselves, people, and life. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to What I Wish I Knew with Brandy and Salitha.
1: So today we're doing things a little bit different. Um, we're basically just having a casual conversation about healing and, you know, from past relationships, like friendships that we've had or anything that we've gone through and just a little just so you guys can get to know us a little bit more but also um maybe find something that you can relate um, to as well like I
0: to me find it interesting and with some of my close friends they find it interesting to hear about you know just personal growth and I think healing can be Mm -hmm. a touchy topic but it just depends on how you go with it and I feel like, I feel like it's something that
1: we can all learn about how other people work. Yeah, for sure, because we all have different coping mechanisms. I mean, um, yeah, let's just say we all have different coping mechanisms. I was just thinking, but um, I don't know. For I guess I can start first a little bit. Um, just for me, like the biggest thing with healing is like forgiving myself because I am such a perfectionist but it's like Mm -hmm. to a fault sometimes that it's like it's it's like if things aren't going perfectly or I've messed up it will completely make me like lose it like I'm just like so upset and people won't know because I'm an internalizer so it's like I can be so upset and trying to get something right. I wish I was like no that. one else to know but me. And it's just this <laughs> inner body. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I know. It's not good sometimes. Because <laughs> then it's like, you know, you feel this built it's like this build up and then it's just like, Oh, okay. That's why this one small thing that went wrong made me feel worse. Like that's why I always tell people my senior year of high school because I wanted everything to go a certain way. And because I thought I can't stray from this list I've made for myself when things didn't go according to plan, I was a little um, psyched out a little bit just because, (laughs) and that's the worst thing is my coping mechanism is just to not talk about it. It's just to make myself more busy. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) yeah, because for me, I'm like, if I'm sitting down thinking about it, then it makes it worse for me. So I'm like, I have to make myself busy to do more things in order for me to feel better or feel like I'm doing something right. It's really strange. Like I like working in general, but if I get really, 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 really busy to the point where it's like overwhelming for myself when I'm trying to cope Mm -hmm. with something that didn't go right, it's really weird. I don't know. I guess that's how I distract myself. Do you really distract yourself though? I, I do. I do. Honestly, that helps me like again, I'm a very I'm, so I'm a very independent person. So, if I'm going through something, I'm fine with going back home to myself and yeah. being like, you know, dealing with it at home. But I'm probably more so not at home if I'm going through something like really like if it's like really hard for me to deal with mm-hmm. or something just didn't go right, I'll be out all the time, like out I have to do something like that. I have to be busy. I have to be in some other meeting. Oh, I have to be involved in some other club. So like, just so. Is that
0: like yeah. towards absolutely anything? I feel like when you say you have to keep yourself busy, are you talking about schoolwork where you are constantly, you know, working your brain or you're out like physically doing stuff? Mm. Like fun stuff. I don't, I don't um, know what works
1: I, best for you. I, yeah, I guess. So what I found that worked best for me, <laughs> because before, especially like, especially when I first started college, because I wanted to be perfect and it's like, you know, life isn't perfect. Things won't go your way. I thought that if I just work, work as in like doing schoolwork, like studying longer, plus also like being busy and other extracurricular activities, like not even like that could be, that could include hanging out or just like some club or organization that I'm involved in that I was busy to the point of like overwhelming. So it's like this huge problem, the center of my problem, like the core of it wasn't getting was like Mm -hmm. not getting fixed really because I was making myself so busy with other things and I would overcompensate for that thing that I feel like I'm imperfect at. And so it never really helped me. And I had to like learn as I, it's still a learning process, of course. But when now when something is imperfect, I learned, I've learned i learned how to focus on that problem. Because, of course, during this time I was making myself busy. I was focusing on it, but mm-hmm. I was focusing on it in a negative way. Um, that wasn't helpful for me. And so now it's like focusing on it and saying, okay, this is an issue. Where do we go from here? And then, you know, I still get out and hang out with friends but I don't punish myself for um, my mistake or something I didn't do right. Wait, So, I don't know. That's really... So,
0: did you just say you don't punish yourself? Are you talking about, like, when you get hurt, like, you are hurt from yourself, and then you don't discipline yourself, so that's why you're making yourself busy, but then now you are, like really thinking about yeah. it and like seeing you know the the right
1: next steps that you have to take to fix yourself is that what you're saying yes I, that's really strange I know <laughs> I'm like it's it's not good it wasn't healthy because again I would be more stressed because for me I would think punishing myself was to make myself so busy that I was overwhelmed And it's not even a conscious thing. It was more so, I think, subconscious, because I think I equated me being good at something was me doing Mm -hmm. a lot of different things successfully. And so if I was to, like, fail or not do as well, then um, it was kind of like, okay, you need to do something to make up for that, Brandy. Like, you have to do something. And it's really strange talking about Mm -hmm. it now because I never really verbalized it. In that way, I just kind of figured out that's that's what I do.
0: I'm glad you um, you said that. I I remember someone saying something like that. And I just find it really interesting that you try to find something else to make up for it. So, yeah. And by the Mm -hmm. way, guys, uh, we're talking about healing within ourselves. Like if we have hurt our, like basically forgiving ourselves first and then we'll dive into
1: other topics. Yes. So that's basically a, my story. It's kind of not even a story. It's more so like experiences all combined mm-hmm. into one to make a story. But I don't know, I think I think with me getting older, it's made me more mm-hmm. um, introspective. Because a lot of times I'm just like, just go, 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 go. Without ever thinking and checking in with myself and yeah. saying, hey, are you actually okay? Or are you just doing this to compensate? And, you know, I used to think, oh, my gosh, I wish I would have handled this differently because of like what I did in the past to um, cope, as I would say, cope with my failure, mm-hmm. quote unquote, failure in my eyes. And, um, yeah, that took me a while because I, I every now and then I will think, darn it, I wish I would have handled this differently. But. I think if I wouldn't have experienced that, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be at the place where I am now. So awesome. I'm thankful for it.
0: Why do you think that way?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, it's well, a lie.
0: <laughs> on my end, you know, I, I just find it interesting because you called yourself an internalizer. I would say that mm-hmm. if I do something and I end up disappointing myself, I I get mad too. Like I... I'm like I tell my I used to basically say you know oh my gosh you're stupid or like you're dumb like why did you do this Mm -hmm. why did you embarrass yourself like you're so much better than this like Mm -hmm. step it up and um, yeah I I'm the type to actually express my feelings and I I know like Mm -hmm. growing up I've learned how to control that and control like who I express those feelings with, but I'm, I still feel that I'm not as internalized like you are. Like I feel that it's kind of very easy to just look at my face and know that I'm going through something, (laughs) Um, whether sad or Mm -hmm. mad, but I I don't take it out on people. It's just more of, I need to find the right person. To communicate these feelings with and to ask for advice on what I should do next before, because kind of like you, like I like to, I'm independent too, and I make most of the, the, okay, I can't talk. I make most of my (laughs) decisions. You know, every day I don't ask most people for help, but I've learned to realize that you Mm -hmm. know maybe me trying to fix this situation is not the best way that I may Mm -hmm. think it is. So that's why I now ask other people for their opinion. And then I kind of take that and, you know, see kind of look about what's going to happen in the future. If I followed that advice or like if just to see if other people have gone through what I've gone through, so I'm definitely someone who needs to talk mm-hmm. to someone. And <laughs> well,
1: I think that's good that you're you're communicating. Thanks. I will say that's a good thing. Uh
0: just remember not to overwhelm other people. I have been I don't know. I feel like sometimes you do get carried away if you're um expressing your feelings very often to someone. It's just like Mm -hmm. That's how I work, though. I go to people that I trust and I talk to them about my feelings um, and get advice from them. But just make sure you're not doing that to Mm -hmm. one specific person over and over again, because obviously they have other things that they're
1: going through. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're like whatever you were going through at the time? Do you think it was solved quicker when you would go to someone to communicate it? And like when you get that advice, you would like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what would you do with it or which do you feel like you had to come to some type of closure within yourself yeah before that is you're a good okay question
0: um so at first I initially am just the type of person to go to someone or multiple people to talk about it mm-hmm. and then I'll take their advice but I always, like, at the end of the day, it's up to me on whether or not I want to help myself. So I take Mm -hmm. everything that they say into consideration. And then I talk to myself about it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm the type where I love to enjoy hanging out with people. But I still need my alone time. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to situations like this. Yeah. anything that's serious at the end of the day I always come back to myself to talk about what I did wrong what I need to do wrong and I I usually kind of basically I'm talking to other people then I come back to like myself in a room or wherever in my car then I end up talking to God so it's kind of like I'm still talking Mm -hmm. and reasoning everything yeah, so it's like I am talking to myself, yeah. but I know that I'm never alone. So I kind of mm-hmm. speak it into basically me asking through prayer to, like,
1: help me. Yeah, same. I do the same thing. Like, that honestly helps with me trying to independently, like, you know, solve, like, in my mind, solve my mm-hmm. problem. I'll, like, pray. Because then I'm thinking, okay. I can really be truthful in this moment of everything that's bothering me. And that's so weird. I don't know. I've never really <laughs> went that deep into like, man, this is why I don't do, this is why I internalize <laughs> things. But to be vulnerable in a way like that is when I pray. And that yeah. that helps. I think lot. it's really important. I like say. You
0: can be vulnerable with yourself. Like You don't have to be vulnerable in front of someone else. But I feel that when you're alone, you can be Mm -hmm. vulnerable if you are, like, intentionally trying to talk to God. And that's why that's always helped me. And, like, it it gives you closure knowing that, oh, you know, you're not just going crazy talking to yourself. I mean, I mean, sometimes I do that, but. For
1: sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I know. I was like, I know. But for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um I will say uh because mm-hmm. we've talked about ourselves um with now within our own relationships and I could say I've had my fair share <laughs> of friends. Um like do you have a particular thing that's ever or experiences that you've had that's kind of made you like approach friendships differently or things of that nature yeah. like differently or I don't know like an experience that really impacted you in a way that you feel like you have to mm-hmm. protect yourself I feel like, in some you way know, everyone
0: goes through stuff and like I'm 21 it's not like I haven't gone through stuff <laughs> uh, and like obviously talking socially yeah. either like friendships or relationships or whatever I feel that, like, yes, to answer your question, yes, I have been impacted in that way and like negatively. Mm-hmm. And
1: mm-hmm. with
0: all honesty, I some I'm trying to speak on um, how I first felt these emotions because I've never been like in a place where I was really hurt before, so it was all new. And yeah how I initially would handle the situation was, you know, I kind of go into panic mode and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. And I feel like then again, I still have to talk to someone about it. So I will go and talk to someone that I trust about the situation because I don't know if what's happening is considered normal. I don't know if like what one person is saying to me is Literally, like the definition of me, or you know, we all have different opinions mm-hmm. and like different sides to what's been going on, so you don't ever want to like put yourself mm-hmm. in a position where that person is telling you who you are as a person, and that's why I have yeah. to go and talk to other people afterwards to make sure that. You know, just to get a bi- an unbiased opinion and just some reassurance to know that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not the person that they say I am or, you know, vice versa. If, if I were to, like, go and talk to someone yes. about what they did wrong and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, initially I would kind of, like, yeah. go into this panic mode and try to fix everything. I wouldn't sit down and... Mm-hmm talk about you know what was absolutely right from wrong i was more focused on just trying to fix it no matter who deserved to be treated like what and that's not healthy i feel that you need to know who started Mm -hmm. or where the root of the problem started and to maturely talk it out um, with these people and I feel that I am the type of person to kind of give in or I was not now, but I I felt that I was the type of person to give in mm-hmm. and just take all the blame and like no matter what, mm-hmm. whether I was in the wrong or I was right in the situation, I just took all the blame because I'm not the type to... Dang. And it's, I find it really surprising because I am like the oldest child and it's not hard for me to tell yeah. my siblings, hey, you're wrong, blah, blah, blah. Don't talk to me like this. Like you have to, mm-hmm. you know, but then when it comes, when it comes to peers yeah, no, and people it. my age, uh, during that time, I just like took all the blame. I just, I just, <laughs> I don't know why I did. I think I was just too afraid to...
1: I don't know, really. It, I... do, you, do you feel like? Do you feel like I know I can take it, but I don't know if this person can, so I'll take the blame? You know, where you feel like you yeah. can pull through. I mean, something it kind of like depends. That but that you? wasn't
0: my initial thoughts. Like, it wasn't until the end when I realized, mm-hmm. oh wait, you know, I really know what the problem is in this situation, and. If they are not willing Mm -hmm. to maturely fix this, I'm just going to, you know, leave it as is because I already I can see the outside and like the bigger picture. And but before I could get to that realization, I was the type of person who would just take all the blame and just let them say whatever they wanted to say to me. And obviously that's not healthy. That's not good to just Mm -hmm. let other people basically pull you down when you're not um defending yourself and your side so that's why it's super important for me to get out of that situation and talk about that to someone that I trust to get an unbiased opinion and to like tell me straightforward that hey what they're doing is wrong or probably like what I'm doing isn't wrong uh, right you know um, before just mm-hmm. I feel that this if you're already in a situation where you're arguing with someone and like it's that's already considered, mm-hmm. you know, negative enough. There's no reason to gang up on one side and make the other person feel like they're they're just one hundred percent wrong. I know I I've I've been in that position. Where, like, other people have done that to me multiple times. And I think it was really hard because Mm -hmm. these are people that you, like, grew close to. And so I think you become more surprised at, like, why this is happening rather than trying to focus on winning the argument. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for but sure. that, that's
0: how I was before, sure. so maybe I should talk about uh, how I dealt with that. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. I feel I, there's a first to everything, and so that's why that's that that was how I was before. I mean, you can call me weak or whatever, but that's how I was.
1: Um, I I think it's just the way different, different Mm -hmm. ways people handle things. Yeah. I just didn't
0: want like, Like, I I guess I personally didn't want anything to get worse. And so it was just whatever Mm -hmm. that was like being thrown at me. And I was like, okay, this is, this is what it is. Um, But now I've learned to realize that a lot of the things that have happened were, you know, that I was being blamed for were not my fault. And I think Mm -hmm. learning how to, to, like, respect yourself and continue to put yourself first is key to everything, especially, like, just having that strong stand within yourself throughout your entire life. Just because you get through that bump doesn't mean that there's going to be, like, there's not going to be another one later on.
1: So for sure,
0: that's where I became a lot more. Strong and realized that, you know, Mm -hmm. it is not your fault to why people act the way they do because we all have different backgrounds. And clearly, if you're finding yourself in a like constant situation where they're bringing pain to you, you're not necessarily the problem. It might be something that they are going through and they haven't taken the time to heal. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that you should absorb all that negativity and take blame just because you're mature enough to know that, you know, they're hurt, but they don't know themselves.
1: Yeah. That's a really good um, explanation. Cause that's what I was going to ask. Like, um, and asking a question towards that, like, do you feel that the way you approach things now salvage things like in friendships more than it did in the past? Or you, and when I say salvage as in like, because you addressed it or, you know, you like said, okay, well, this is my side of the situation that it was corrected mm-hmm. then, or like, do you think it was corrected better now? I, mean, I definitely before? think
0: it's better now because I definitely know, that I have to stand up for my side and what I know I'm the type that, you know, I am very Mm -hmm. straightforward and I do try to avoid getting into, like I try to avoid bringing up anything that's unnecessary that may lead to an argument regardless. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to if for some reason Mm -hmm. it escalates, I feel that, Both sides deserve to know what's been going on, how each other's been feeling, what we've been, you know, doing um, with the situation Mm -hmm. and like behind each other. And that's why I just come to the table and I'm just like, here's how I feel. Uh, Here's what I think that you did wrong. Here's what you made me. Here's how you made me feel. And like I just I'm just the type to like put it all out there and it kind of just depends on like what you're going to do with it because after that I do think that I deserve an explanation on your end too you know but there, there are yeah, there have sure. been some situations yeah. where some people are just stubborn and they don't want to and so that's why it becomes a little bit frustrating because you're so willing to be vulnerable and express all your feelings and, but then not get the same in return.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. I completely understand that. Yeah. Um, I will say like, I can relate in a way of honestly. Okay. So mm-hmm. I've moved around a few times growing up. So that kind of, I think that shifted my perception or Mm -hmm. views on friendships just because I was so used to leaving and meeting new people that I was just like okay is if I leave right now do I still want to be like if I was to learn I was going to move within the next month yeah would I still be friends with this person (laughs) and then I would kind of weigh it on how do I see this person being in my future regardless of what like such and such happening and you know, what are, what are they bringing to my life? That's like, you know, if they were like a hectic person in my life, like, do I want to continue with that? Do I think there's something worth, um, you know, working on in that friendship or not? And I think, I think, especially when I got into high school and college, these were the situations that arose even more just because, you know, we're all old, we're getting older. Like when I was getting older and so, you know, yeah, friendships are shifting and changing well hold on sorry to interrupt and...
0: but that's a good point oh, no, you're... like friendships really are shifting and changing as you get older and I think some people forget that because mm-hmm. they think that what they have is going to last a lifetime but a friendship is just like a relationship you know and I think that you have to be able to work things oh, yeah. out on both ends to make it work and you have to understand that People are changing and it's good to change.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. Because honestly, I will say I kind of, that's why I said I can kind of relate to your approach. Um, like if there would whatever, I never really got into arguments with my friends. It would just be certain. Well, it kind of was. So it was just certain things that were like changing and I would address it. But I wouldn't go to the extent of saying how much it was, like, bothering me. I would just say, like, you know, in that Mm -hmm. moment, like, yeah, no. And (laughs) I wouldn't, like, say, like, this is the core reason of why this bothers me. Because there's certain things that are just, like, okay, this, like, triggers something in me. And, like, Uh this is why it's such a bother for me.
0: And this is why
1: I don't want it to come up again. And it's not, Uh like, trying to rule your friend. Because it was, like, a real situation. So I was just kind of, like, you know. Like, this isn't cool for me. But I didn't go that in depth in the situation. And then, like, I I mean, even my parents noticed it. (laughs) They would say, Brandy, you just start cutting people off without really um, seeing if there's more to it. And so then I found myself in a situation where I was more so like, I was sense in the beginning that. I don't really want to deal with this much longer, like deal with certain things that's happening in this yeah. relationship and we're just not vibing and there's nothing we're really doing like to help each mm-hmm. other in that relationship and get better. And I would just kind of like say, you know what, I'm just going to distance myself and we're still <laughs> friends, but I'm just like, we're not, I'm not going to go that deep on why like this is annoying to me. Cause again, I think that's also a problem mm-hmm. with me having vulnerability and so that was like a big thing for me was like, I don't want to have to go that deep into why this is bothering me. I'll just like yeah. move on and go on to the next. And so that's why I said it was constantly shifting for me, high school to college. And then it got to a point, um, this, was, this was actually like in, what was it? The end of high school to, to um, college. When I started making this shift, where it was more so for me like, okay, yeah, this is a problem. Like, you know, I'm going to lay down every single thing of why this is a problem. You tell me what you felt in this situation. And then we go from here. And so I tried to be more (sighs) diplomatic in a way because I, again, like, you know, I get it. Like, you know, you're, we're both older siblings. We're the oldest. And in my situation, like my Mm -hmm. siblings are a lot younger than me. Um, So it's more so like I always placate to their feelings more than than mine. And it's kind of like, I think I, not entirely, but in a way I was doing that more so in my friendships or other like relationships that it was kind of me not voicing why certain things were a problem to me and me just adjusting or adapting to that situation or just distancing completely if yeah. I felt it was just too much. And I don't know, that's really, yeah, again, like these are things that I never really voiced and like said, Hey, this is what was actually going on. Oh. But um, okay. yeah, I've learned from that because, you know, transition from high school to college, I, I learned like, Hey, like, this isn't going to work and this is what I'm going to speak Right. On, so basically so.
0: you just didn't want to start anything. But because like back then you didn't really go that in depth with what happened or like what was bothering you, do you think that worsened Mm -hmm. the relationships
1: or friendships? I think it I think it did. I I definitely think it did. Like also some of these friendships I had were not meant to be friendships in the first place. We have those too. (laughs) Or certain things like Yeah, I was like, you know, there's certain friendships where it's like I could have worked harder. Like we could have if, you know, we talked this out or I did something where it was more Mm -hmm. like vocal about something that probably would have helped in our relationship. Um, But then there's also things where it's just kind of like, you know, this was kind of something that could have been avoided, but it still happened. And so now it's just like, Mm -hmm. you know moving on from that and I don't know uh, I guess going into like you know the summarization of it all is just like moving on from all these past things that have happened to us I used to always think forgive and forget and it's over with Hmm. (laughs) and what I forgot to do in that forgive and forget part was to actually acknowledge how much it bothered me yeah and then move on because I used to forgive and forget and it would just be like I never do oh that for my, my entire life. Like <laughs> like Yeah, it was it's really bad. That's why my parents were like, Yeah, when you cut people off, like, you know, there's relationships, all relationships that you have, like they do have certain it may not be like a profound effect or a profound yeah. change on your life, but that all is something that comes into mm-hmm. how I right. grow as a person so you know like you know all these encounters that you have with different people and relationships that you build that does something to you and I had to learn how to acknowledge that and then you know forgive mm-hmm. and forget like forgive either that person or myself or or both in that situation and then keep it moving because honestly now as like again I'm I'm twenty one as well so it's like now it's just kinda like you know um I'm kinda neutral. Like I, I really don't have mm-hmm. I don't have ill will and it's just kind of like wish them the best but um you know, you gotta move right. on with my life. You gotta I move like on with how
0: you life. mentioned um how, you know, you can't just for forgive and forget and then Like, I like how you said it's what you do during that time because everything is going to affect how you are as a person and, like, how you want to change yourself um, for Mm -hmm. the future. So that's a really good point to bring out. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Like, for me, when it comes to, like, the whole forgive and forget deal, I don't have a cut answer for that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because I feel like... I've gone through it it just depends on the situation and it depends on the level of like damage that was made and mm-hmm. I think a lot of it takes time until you are like actually healed from that situation in order to like mm-hmm. sometimes to me I just choose to not completely forget because it's kind of like say that same person is going to come back to your life into your life or uh, someone similar. Oh yeah. And they bring about the same problem. Yeah. If you just completely forget that and forgive them and they themselves have not changed while you have, it's just
1: unfair for you, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you find yourself in a cycle where you're, you're like, dealing with the same thing over and over. You're wondering, why am I still dealing with this same thing? (laughs) And it's like, not that you have like a backlog of like all these people that have done certain things to you, but it's more so like you live and you learn and you have this type of insight now on certain things Mm -hmm. that could affect you in a negative way or a positive way, like something that from Mm -hmm. your past relationship, that was a good thing or that was a bad thing that you saw you see now as a red flag or a warning sign, like, oh okay, yeah. I feel I see like where this is going it's so
0: easy to be a forgiving person. I mean, I can't speak to a lot of like for everyone, Absolutely. but like to me personally, I feel like it's easy to be for a forgiving person. But whenever you do forgive and like try to move on completely let go and not think about all that negativity. Sometimes there are situations mm-hmm. where like these things come back into my life. And then you have hope that like, because you've changed on your end, that that applies to everyone else. And it's just, you got to remind yourself that that's not true. So you you still got to like, you know, tiptoe Mm -hmm. on these things until, you know, for a fact that like everything that's happening right now is, you know, with good intention, but
1: Yes. Yes, for sure. Because I mean, honestly, I was at a point in college where I was like, all right, no new friends. And um, (laughs) um, it's like, you know, just because certain things that happen, it doesn't mean you should just be like, all right, you know what, Um, I'm done. I'm not trying to meet anybody new. I mean, I'm sure everyone's like, yes. I, I would hope so because I was like I don't want to seem like I'm just this person that's like cut everyone mm-hmm. off don't talk to people <laughs> like. but it's understandable no, but yeah I did because I you thought. don't want
0: to hurt yourself mm-hmm. again or you don't want to get hurt from others
1: yeah yeah my main thing is like I don't want to feel like something that I right. put effort into was a waste of time and yeah. I like I, I think that's another part of healing for me is like if I feel like I was a good friend or a good, you know, good Mm -hmm. person in this person's life that after all this work, it just was nothing. And I had to learn like, you know, you have control over whatever you put in and it doesn't mean like you are like, um, you're like, uh, half what you should be to somebody, but you give and take, like you don't just give it all and then you know when they don't give it back or you feel like oh my gosh like why was I carrying this whole thing because you know you're trying to you're trying to give your all in something that you feel Mm -hmm. um shorted in the end and it's just about knowing how much control you have over certain things and knowing how to give and take in, in a situation and being okay with that, being okay with the decision that you made in the past or the relationship you had in the past. So, I don't know. That's for me. (laughs) I was like, that's all I have to say on healing. I just, I feel like it's like, honestly, it's something you have to go through your entire life. There's always going to be something. And you can try to make all the types of precautions and everything, but nothing... Nothing is perfect. Life yeah. isn't perfect. And <laughs> there's going to be like, a lot of healing down um, the road.
0: When it comes to healing, I understand that everyone makes mistakes. Like I, even, I make mistakes too. And I feel that, yeah, um, mm-hmm. you're going to put in all this effort and you really don't want it to end just like that. But I feel like one of the most important things to why, no matter how hard a certain relationship or friendship is it all just depends on whether the both of you are making that commitment to make it work and like no matter how hard Mm -hmm. it was you know what I mean unless you're just like completely just yeah done with it I know that's how some people work I mean I've personally felt that way Mm -hmm. in some situations too it's kind of like you know you want to continue to be in a position where you're bettering yourself and if we're not both changing Mm -hmm. at the right you know speed and direction together and like that's where Mm -hmm. some some conflicts may arise because I I feel Mm -hmm. that I have explained like myself and my situation to some people about you know how Oh, I'm changing. And like, I don't view, you know, life this way anymore. I view life this way. And like what I like, what happened to me during this period of time really changed me completely. And then some people will relate to me, but then some people will be like, you're just crazy. Um, You just need to like get over Mm -hmm. whatever and just go back to being your normal self and I'm just like, no, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I have tried, actually, no. to go back and act like my normal self that I was, you know, if, yeah, Hold a few quote, years normal. ago. <laughs> so, And I was like, you know, that's not, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Like, I naturally cannot go back and be that way. I can't even fake it is the thing. Like, that's how much... I feel like I've personally changed so I can't I'm mm-hmm. sorry if some people don't feel the same way like they may just in, like they do think that I'm just crazy and I'm just like no I'm not I think life yeah. I think it's beautiful and you know just the fact that you can change and like change and like I feel like when you change, you have different perspectives. Yeah, your perspectives change. And then, like, that's how you end up, like, the way you live life changes. And so your views end up being different. Mm -hmm. And I just can't imagine being someone who has been the same since, you know, they were a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I agree. I do think it's a beautiful thing. It's like it just... That's life. Like, you know, we're constantly evolving. I mean, who we are now, who we were at 18, and then who we are at 21, Mm -hmm. who we may be at Mm -hmm. 26, 30, these are going to probably be a little bit different than who we are right now. So it's like, the fact that we're constantly changing and growing, not only comes with life experiences, but relationships Mm -hmm. and everything else that comes with mm -hmm. living life. I'm sorry. And... (laughs) Well, okay.
0: I wanted oh, no. to Go say ahead. that, like, people can claim that they have changed, but I feel that real change and, like, when I say, like, beautiful change, that usually happens when you're fully healed. Mm-hmm. After, yeah, after certain oh, situations. For sure. But I have been in many situations where, like, I've healed, but then I got hurt again, but, like, for something different. Then I had mm-hmm. to learn how to pick myself up and heal again. And, mm-hmm so yeah yeah
1: I think that's important you said that too that it takes healing yeah to, to truly change because you know you can get hurt and be like uh-huh. like how I said no new friends but <laughs> that means you had really quote-unquote healed. that's just like you thinking I'm not gonna let anyone right. in my circle at this point because of something that happened before exactly. and then are you truly growing that's like no you're not yeah, that's
0: literally like <laughs> It's growing. Like you're here, well, I'm here on this earth to grow, change for the better. You know, I I'm I'm only 21, and a lot has happened with me personally, um, just the past three, Mm -hmm. four years throughout college, and just imagine what would happen. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: graduating. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that will be a, something completely different. Who knows? Yeah. But oh, yeah, no. I just
0: wanted to make it clear that a real nice change, like if you want to feel that, it requires you to heal like fully. And it's going to take a lot mm-hmm. of pain and time. But
1: it's like, it's just mm-hmm. working. Yeah, it is. No, I, I'm, I'm really glad we did this because honestly, it was in a way it was kind of like, interesting to hear our different perspectives and honestly for me it was kind of like oh, self-reflecting yeah. in a way of like that I never really got that deep into even talking within myself of like oh this is what this meant oh, to me good to hear so I've been
0: yeah I've been thinking yeah, about like, like a lot of this stuff <laughs> recently and
1: I'm glad to hear your perspective it, because you you work differently, too. Yeah. Just know that we, we probably experienced, in some shape or form, another <laughs> yeah. person's experience. So you're right. never alone. You're never so alone. So if you
0: are currently in need of healing, or you are healing, or you if you know what I'm talking about, like you feel like you have healed and you feel amazing with life, then...
1: Let us know,
0: actually. I Like, I don't think we've been as vulnerable as we have been. You know, like, this is the most vulnerable episode oh, we're releasing.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly. I was a little, but right before I sleep the nose, I was like, oh, I don't, don't want to go that deep. But <laughs> then I started, as soon as I started talking more, I was like, oh, okay, I guess <laughs> this is what I was feeling. <laughs> so I'm like, okay not too bad yeah I mean obviously
0: everything that we talked about was just our processes of healing throughout the years and how that's changed and um this is in no Mm -hmm. way like trying to call out certain people or certain situations
1: oh yeah no yeah no it's all love here (laughs) honestly it's all love just just talking about yeah how love talking about girls
0: so huh? i mean i do
1: <laughs> yeah me too that's why oh. that's why salita and i connect okay guys <laughs> Like it's so funny because we'll be talking about the same like we'll be talking about certain things and it's like the fact that we can relate in certain ways is so interesting because again if you guys watch our first season um watch listen to our first mm-hmm. season um first episode of how we met mm-hmm. Like, the second time around, it's so interesting because, you know, to not really know each other and then to come back and then start a podcast together, but then have so many different, like, similarities is really cool. Oh, that's why I think this works. Yeah. While why we're on our second season. <laughs> a little <guys>. pep talk.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that, that first episode yeah. was so good. You guys need to go back and listen to that I if know. you haven't or just listen to it again you
1: know like i was just like, trying to <laughs> plug it in guys we are getting mics someday <laughs> but we will have mics and we won't even tell you guys we'll just come on the episode yeah, you'll with just mics know. you're gonna be like you'll okay. just hear that is okay. quality yes <laughs> it's like we have a soundboard y'all Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of What I Wish I Knew. You can follow us on our Instagram page at what I wish I knew. Podcast, And we are on the Anchor app. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify and a few other platforms. And we'll be back next week, Wednesday at 9 p.m. Central with the new episode. Thank you, guys. Bye.